Welcome to the Flashback with your hosts Andrew and Chase. This is a podcast about revisiting media from your youth and trying to decide if it's still good or at least not terrible. So let's get ready to remember some stuff. Thank you, Mathilde, once again. Mathilde, always great to hear from you. Yeah, well, and welcome to our loyal listener. Zuh? Uh, maybe more than one, possibly. Mm, maybe. Uh, yeah, welcome back to the flashback. By the way, if there is only one, and let's assume that at best there's one. Yeah. It, it's truly fascinating when you think about Twitter, um, the, the slew of podcasts that exist mm-hmm. of how much people do this. Like we have set up this entire podcast. Really it's for us. I listen to it. Yeah. Um, but it, it's for us, but, but the people all over the place are doing really the same thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have a buddy who does art tutorials. I saw his art tutorials. Mm-hmm. I was the second view. They'd been up for two years oh. on YouTube and he had produced 40, 50 of them. Uh-huh. And he was putting out these videos. I, you know, I have an uncle who will, Spend a great majority of his day posting politically to maybe 60 <laughs> followers. Just aggressive stuff. Yeah. Like he's an influencer or something. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's fascinating. Because we have no, I have no intention of growing a following. Like I'm not, I'm not like telling people on the street about this. I, I'm not telling people that I even know about this. I almost go out of my way not to tell anyone. Right. I mean, I do tweet it out. That's pretty much the only thing. Right. Um, kind of, uh, I think that's okay. I think that's okay. I like it. I just think it's a fascinating thing in in culture that you would have never seen happen uh-huh. a decade ago. If you would have said that this would have happened a decade ago, people would have been like, no. Yeah. Uh, I, well, one of the things that I'm afraid of is like this genre of podcast that yeah. we're exactly doing is like the most cringy one of all, which is like two guys, yeah. two dudes. Two dudes, no women. Talking about stuff. Yep. Like... I mean, at least I guess at least we have a structure and like some rules and parameters. Uh-huh. Uh, the worst podcasts, in my opinion, are just like two guys who are like, let's just talk about whatever, you know, just, like, whatever you know, comes up, like yeah. the issues. Like what? What about my views? Like people need to know what I think about things. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess that is kind of what this is, but <laughs> but at least we're couching it and like, let's talk about the uh, the nature of nostalgia, you yeah. know, type yeah. things. Uh, I totally get it. Yeah, but. I don't know. I'm happy about it still. I love it. I was thrilled, mostly just because this is the way that I see it. That was the whole point. Yeah. And and just for the, the listeners, a little behind the scenes tidbit, Andrew gave me an axe today. I did. That he made, which is pretty cool. So it's the first one. You know. It's the first one I've gifted. I have one that I made for myself. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just a thing I really enjoy doing now. And I I get these old axe heads and I yeah, I restore them. I, I'm going to do a little, uh, like, where the red fern grows and go in my backyard and get some raccoons up a tree and cut down the tree. I would love it. And then... <laughs> if this axe took down a raccoon oh, or man. multiple raccoons... It sounds like a joke, but there's, like, a full-on family of raccoons living yeah. in my backyard, and it stresses Time me Time to give lot. them an eviction notice. <sighs> anyway, well, let's get into it. Yeah, let's get into the movie. Uh, do you want to narrate uh, and give us kind of the backstory, or do you want me to? Well, I'll give you... First the, off, what did we review? I'll give you the context of what Happy Halloween? Yeah, Happy Halloween. It's almost Halloween. It's, this is uh, a spooktacular episode. It is. I'm spooked already, just thinking yeah. about it. What are you going to be for Halloween? Do you dress up? Oh, well, I'm going to tell you. I bought a... Uh, I had this good idea 
um, of being uh, Coach Bombay from the original Mighty Ducks. Okay. Uh huh. Which could be something we That's want. That's actually pretty good because you look like Coach Bombay. Do I look like Emilio? Yeah, you could be if you had could longer be. hair and. Yeah. Yeah. But um, so I ordered a uh, like a jersey on AliExpress. Okay. Like the actual like Ducks original for jersey. seven cents because it's from AliExpress. So well, you got fifteen was, of them for seven it cents. It was thirty dollars. Okay. Um, and I, I ordered it at the beginning of the month because usually stuff like that takes like three weeks to get yeah. here. And I got it. I pulled it out of the thing, and the quality is great. Like the stitching, okay. the, uh-huh. the patches on there it says Bombay on the back. Everything. Unfortunately, it's about four sizes too small for me. This is dynamite. I could barely get it over my head. <laughs> and it was just tight, which a hockey jersey is supposed to be like super loose. large because yeah. you have pads underneath. So I gave it to my niece. And so Aww. now I had no plan B really. Right. So um, I do have an old jumpsuit that I've used several years in a row that's uh, Joel from Mystery Science Theater 3000. Okay, that's good. But I've used it like a bunch of times. So. I don't know. And also, I have a dentist, ironically, a dentist appointment right in the middle of the day on Halloween. That is ironic. And so it's like, I don't know if I want to even wear a costume that I will say uh, this is the year. I turned 35 a month ago. Mm -hmm. I'm done dressing up. I think that that was the death (laughs) of youth. (laughs) What about when you're... Kids are like if in the my, trick-or-treating age and you will do like a group thing. Yeah, then I will. Yeah. I will totally cave under peer pressure. Yeah. But uh, only to my wife and children. Yeah, that's fine. But it's not like you're like, I want to be this. And then right. you'll come up with it. You'll be sort of. Right. Because I, I like dressing up and every once in a while there's a hankering to be like, this is a clever idea. Yeah. When we, no more. When we lived together. Yeah. Did, did we have, we had a Halloween together, right? We what, did. What did you dress up as? I can't remember because I know we went to like Halloween parties and stuff. Yeah. I don't remember either. <laughs> I remember my I remember this. I would do I, I, I would do things that I had to explain yeah. and you hated that. Um, like you I would be something like clever like um you know like a play on words mm-hmm. and if you looked at me you'd like oh now I get it. But no one looked at me and was like I get it. You were like the old like Jim Halpert like I like that type of like, stuff. Yeah, I'm a three hole punch. Like like that. Like I don't want to put a lot of effort into this. Right. Type thing. So it was yeah. cool that I wasn't like those guys who, who put a ton of effort into their hair, mm-hmm. but don't put any effort into their hair mm. at the same time. That was my Halloween costume. Gotcha. That's what I would do. Yeah. I I believe that year I was uh, Parappa the Rappa. Parappa the Rappa who is a is a video game guy. Which is interesting because you have to explain your thing too. I had to. Because no one knows who Parappa the Rapper is. Almost no one knew who it was. It right. was like, uh, I think it was maybe like I was a little older than a lot of the people I was hanging out with. Right. Um, they all thought I was uh, Max from uh, a Goofy movie. Okay. Because I had a hat with like long, you know, Goofy style ears yeah. dangling, you mm-hmm. know, because that's what Parappa looks yeah. like. Anyway, doesn't matter. Whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, this year, I don't know what I'm going to do. Nothing. I don't know. Nothing, probably. Whatever. Kay. I'm busy at work. They can. But for work. Halloween, we did do a spooky movie. We did. Uh, a very spooky movie. Uh, this was Andrew's Choice. Yeah. Uh, it was, go ahead and say what it Earnest is. Ernest Scared Stupid. Ernest Scared Stupid. Now, let's pause for a second. I, I had a question. Have you watched any of the Ernest movies? I believe 
Um, here's the thing. While I was watching Ernest Scared Stupid, I was like, have I seen this? Because I kept, I don't have a memory of actually seeing it, but then when I would see certain scenes. You'd be like, I'd is be this? Like, I remember this, and yeah. maybe I just caught pieces of it or whatever, but the one I truly do know I watched was Ernest Goes to Camp. Okay, Ernest Goes to Camp, I think maybe is most famous. Yeah, because. Ernest I, Goes to Jail also. Well, because I, I like looked into this. I was like, what is, what's the deal with all this Ernest stuff, right? So there was yeah. basically an Ernest crave, craze from like the mid 80s to like the 2000. Well, no, I mean the actual like high point of it. Was yeah, like but he made Ernest done. Goes to Jail in like 99. I looked him up too. 99. I know. So that's crazy. He made like 15 of those movies. And what a cash cow. But, but like Scared Stupid, that was kind of like maybe the, the peak, wouldn't you say? Okay. Early 90s, it was like 91, yeah. or 92. Mm-hmm. Um, because Ernest goes to camp was like 87, but I don't think I watched Ernest scared stupid when I was a kid, maybe when I was a teen, I know when I was a youth, mm. but not when I was like an Ernest age and yeah. I didn't watch a lot of Ernest movies. Yeah. So I was familiar with him, but not like, not, well, he was pretty lot, ubiquitous so. in the eighties yeah. as well. Cause he was on commercials and yeah, it's kind of interesting. So he was like, uh, how the Muppets started, like the Muppets were originally were Jim Henson was just like an, a creative, like freelance ad guy. Really, he'd go around and pitch, you know, his Muppet puppets, you know, to to different companies, saying we'll make we'll do ads for you. Uh-huh. And so that's where like uh, Ralph came from. Even Kermit like appeared for us in a commercial, oh. and they did that for a long time. And just, then they got onto Sesame Street somehow. Then I... they well and then, yeah and then but then he would do those po- commercials were really popular. So then Jim Henson would go on like talk shows like and perform with the puppets. Interesting. And then that got popular enough that they started doing TV specials. Then they did Sesame Street. Then after that they did. The movies. Like the the Muppet show and the movies and all that. So they started off, it was clear, it was similar to Ernest. I want to say Ernst, which is not (laughs) right. It's Ernest. Uh, He did ads for all kinds. So the guy who directed it, uh, directed all these movies. Yeah, yeah. And I had his name in my mind. It's like Cowboy Johnson or something. I don't Uh, know. It just left my mind. Anyway, he was an ad executive. Right. So he teamed up originally with Er with, um, Jim Varney. Who plays Ernest and who sadly just, passed? Oh, he he died when he was fifty years old. He was only man. fifty, and he he smoking man he was that'll a get huge you. Smoker, yeah, and had lung cancer. That's pretty. That's so young. That's crazy to me. That is so young. But um, that's fifteen years from now. Yeah, yeah, not yeah. cool. So, but yeah, they, it was kind of the same thing. They would just go around and pitch like to businesses. You know, this guy runs his ad agency. Like, look how funny this guy is. Like, he'll do all these voices. Yeah. He'll do these characters. And a lot of these commercials caught on really big. And then same kind of deal. He went on like talk shows. And doing his voices. Doing his voices. He was a stand-up. He was an actor. He had been right. in, the, in the business for a long time. And then they started making the movies. And they teamed up with Disney. Disney made most of them. One crazy one I found, which was very funny to me. I was just Googling different you know, earnest. earnest things. That when Splash Mountain opened at Disneyland, he was the voice of something. They no, well, I don't maybe, but but what? Yeah, they he did, was the voice of Brother Bear. Of Brer Bear. Yeah. Yeah. So, but they also did a thing that was it was like a half hour special to advertise the ride. Right. And it was called Ernest Goes to Splash Mountain. Dynamite. 
<laughs> and it's extremely stupid. Oh, I bet. It's very bad. It's like it's like framed as a news report. Right. And it's like he's the first uh they call him like a splastronaut or something. Dynamite. And like he's this the first person to go down Splash Mountain. Yeah. And it shows him doing like wacky training to get ready for it. Similar to like a goofy cartoon. Right. Old, you know, old school ones. But a real time but real, real person. And then it shows him go on the ride and it's like it's it's very dumb. You can look it up on YouTube. Uh, it's not the best thing. Uh, but yeah, I, do you want to get into the movie? Or I have some other just general, like, Jim Earnest Varney knowledge? Thoughts. Well, what just you, thoughts about it. Here's what I'll... Oh, yeah, what is your thought? I'd love to hear your thought. I'm intrigued more than anything for me. I think... Uh, I don't want to give it away, but I think the movies... And, and this being said, I've only seen a couple of them. They're for kids, right? Right. Uh I didn't find a lot of value in watching it again. Okay. Yeah. You know, I'll just say that. But I will say Jim Varney is like extremely compelling to watch. Yes. Like if you're just looking at him, like him as a person, his him face, as a person, his face. And yeah. especially the number one thing, his voice. Yes. He has the best voice. Yeah. Like he can do all these different characters. When, and when I read about his it. smoking, I was like, but what if he didn't like, you, Would he you're have doing, that deep, yeah, because he could he like it was he, so good. That voice plays, was dynamite. When he plays Ernest, he's almost not high pitched, but he's just like, more like oh no, well, you know, it's like more upper register. Yeah. But then he can drop into that like you know yeah. like, really deep. So yeah, maybe he couldn't do that. But like the I had forgotten that he does like these character bits in the middle of the, of the movie. movie. Nowhere where it's just like he's like this old lady. He's, <laughs> yeah, he's oh, like it's great. I had totally forgotten about that. But then I remember. But he does it in every movie. He does it in all the movies. Yeah, yeah. It, like it, it like it made me remember he does that in Ernest Goes to Camp too. That part I know, and I'm sure I've seen another Ernest. This is the only one I remember. Mm-hmm. I mean, like we said, if you're growing up in the '80s, you know Ernest. Yeah. Um, so that makes it perfect for this. I mean. I loved it. I yeah. thought it was. I thought it was great. I thought it was worth my time. You oh, you do. And and here's what I will say. Before we get into to final reviews, more than anything, what what then? If you're looking at H- Halloween movies, yeah, right? Uh-huh. Okay, Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah. Okay, uh-huh. and I'm not I'm talking about Halloween movies that you could watch with, say, a family yeah. of people over ten uh-huh. or nine, or I don't know when kids get scared. Yeah. But you know, you're not gonna watch. The, you know the creeper movies with your family, and I would yeah, never watch no, the scary it, ones. It has like, to be like fun, fun scary. Right. It's almost like it's a it's like a category of its own. It's right. like spooky, but it's not like too like strange. it's clearly Halloween. But you're not gonna you're not gonna lose an ounce of sleep. Whereas yeah, like yeah. if you're watching it, that would still maybe throw me off as an adult person. Yeah, no, that's like trying to be scary. Exactly. Yeah. No, so I agree. So what do you have? You have Nightmare Before Christmas. You have Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus. That's the big one. I was. Gonna what say. else do you have? Um, I, uh, you want to sit down with your wife? My wife likes one and I honestly don't like it. It's called Halloween Town. Have you okay, seen that? Never that sounds heard like of a it. Disney Channel exclusive. Doesn't matter. Okay. So throw that in there. Yeah. I don't know of any others. Sequels, uh, Would you say Ernest Scared Stupid is worse than either of those movies? Nightmare Before Christmas is still good. I really like that. I'd rather watch Nightmare Before Christmas. I but... I would definitely rather watch Ernest Scared Stupid over Hocus Pocus. Oh, really? Hmm. Hocus Pocus is all nostalgia and is Bette Midler just being fun. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's tough. But like I said, I like watching Jim Varney's like work. Right. All the, here's what I would say Hocus Pocus has over 
this movie okay. is Hocus Pocus. There's like teenagers in it. Rather than just kids. Rather than kids. And the kid acting in this the, movie is just You hate so kid bad. actors so I, much. I hate them. And yeah. I can't stand it. Where yeah. it's like the the little girl in Hocus Pocus is a better actress than any of the kids in this 100%. movie. 100%. And so I'd say that's where like part of the annoyance comes from is maybe why I'd rather watch Hocus Pocus. I'll give you that. Um but uh, well, let's uh, let's get right into let's it. Let's get, get into, into the it. plot. So yeah, so we were we were talking about the opening of this movie is kind of funny. I love the opening. There's like opening credits that go on for a long time. Really long, like longer than you'd think. And it's like it's like traditional scary stuff. Yeah, it's like clips from old like horror movies. With Ernest jumping in and being like, Ooh. he's just making weird faces the whole time. It's and, like, so good. Lighting. I loved it just for setting you up of like, this is what the movie's gonna be, yeah. and it was. It was a hundred percent that. Yeah, so that was kind of fun. Um, then you like star. It, it like shows this flashback of. <coughs> oh bless you. Yeah, that's not friend. good. No, that's Sorry, good. I don't have a great voice, and I. Have a soda here, so I'll drink that. Go ahead. So the the movie starts with uh, a flashback to. Does it say a date? Eighteen something. Okay, so it's got to be eighteen something, which also bothers me, because the woman is like alive at the time. Like, oh yeah, that yeah. It's, it's it like, bothered me when I was a kid. I remember that, and now, but is it supposed to be like? It's supposed to be like eighteen ten. Oh, eighteen ten. So like early nineteen. Buy their period cloth clothing <laughs> by their period cloth which is how you'd say clothing in 1810 okay uh yeah so it, it's similar actually it's funny you mentioned hocus pocus because it's a similar thing like totally like a flashback to an ancient uh you know right. ancient, but like a, when america evil, was scary uh-huh when there was witches and you, like weird things right going on. now they've caught a troll mm-hmm. which was they used a little girl as bait which i love yeah like they're like oh we'll put her in the woods she runs from the troll mm-hmm. they're waiting they catch him and they bury him, which I don't understand why they don't murder him. Like, I never get. It seemed to me that he couldn't be murdered. It's like you couldn't yeah. kill him, maybe. Like, although they do kill him at the end, spoiler. But so, you could contain him. But you could contain him. I think that's like a trope, a horror trope I've okay. seen before of like something inside of a tree. Actually, did we talk about this? Have you ever seen uh, The Last Witch Hunter? Yes. Did we talk about that? Yeah, no. Um,. But it's a I've, weird Vin Diesel movie. Oh, I've done a yeah. And that's like a the same plot point is they they get a witch, right? Yeah. And they like trap her in a tree. They they like dismember her. Totally. Like bury her. It's like they can't kill her, so it's like they make it harder for her. And to Vin get Diesel back like was a crusader who is now alive. He's like cursed, to waiting be to fight him. We don't need to talk about this movie. I, <laughs> but yeah. I oddly enough kind of liked that movie. It wasn't bad because um, I just like the premise more than anything. I was like, this right. is a really good premise. Like, I don't like Vin Diesel as an actor, but like, I just feel like this thing has come up. And then there was another. Do you movie. like Vin Diesel or children actor more? Vin, I like Vin Diesel more. Children actors are the are the worst. Terrible. Oh, this is what I was gonna say. Do you the want? New, would the, you like it if like you had adults pretending to be children in every movie? Would that make it a better experience? Yeah, just for walking you? around like on their knees, like <laughs> pretending to be short. I wouldn't yeah. care. No, but um, this is what I was gonna say: is uh, I watched those th- these two movies in succession, right? Uh, the Last Witch Hunter, right? And then I saw the new Hellboy movie, like the okay. newer one. Uh-huh. New Hellboy was almost the exact same plot as the Witch Hunter. I believe that where they had this ancient witch and they. There was something to do with a tree that she was trapped inside of in her heart. Is there some sort of old like thing of like burying thing. people in trees? Yeah, so so it makes me think. And then this, 
makes me think there's some sort of source. Uh, Are you like one of those people who this? looks at like ancient pyramids in like in like uh, the Maya and <laughs> Egypt and Indonesia? And is like it's got to be aliens, bro. <laughs> No, I'm just saying, like, what, was it just a coincidence that this idea happened? And no, Ernest came up with it. it. The witch hunter stole it from Ernest. <laughs> and Hellboy. The brilliant Jim Varney yeah. came up with it. Yeah. Uh, no, I, like, I don't know. If you're going to rip something off, you're going to rip off Jim Varney. Probably. Yeah. Slinky Dog himself. But, um, uh, see, his voice is great. That's why he did a bunch of voice work. Yeah. You know? He, oh, man. Also, I used to watch a terrible movie when I was in junior high. Before every before every snowboarding season, okay, called Snowboard Academy, and it was like uh-huh. a straight to video. And Jim Varney was the bad guy. He was not the bad guy. He was like the comic relief guy. Oh, okay. And uh, so that's also a big part of like when I remember here's what him. I'll say though. Here's what I'll say about that. Like when you have a niche skill, a niche skill, niche niche. When you have a niche skill, mm-hmm. like you're a great voice actor. Yeah. And you can you can put that into acting like you're on now you're so good at voice acting we're gonna put you on the big screen Mm -hmm. he's not a good looking dude no he's kind of i mean he's he's not like he's not terrible he's unique looking but he's not like a traditional hollywood actor is what i'm trying to say yeah so really it's his voice and character like that's what we're doing here we're Mm -hmm. creating this guy um that's pretty impressive like he's got to be great at it and he is Yeah, yeah that's the point so anyway back to the the story here so so then it's like flash forward Right. They bury him and they they make a curse that's like and the troll from the depths of the grave is like your descendant will become stupid. (laughs) Like he curses the pastor to have dumb kids. Yeah, because the the pastor guy is like is also Jim Varney just playing a different guy. Yeah. Yeah. Killing it. Yeah. And this is what I say, like just the first five minutes of the pastor yelling at the troll Mm -hmm. in his grave. Yeah. I wrote down better than Hook already. (laughs) Like just that was so much better than Hook. Yeah, I mean it was it was good. It was pretty good. Uh, so he's yelling at the troll. The troll just in his like net is like I'm gonna come back, and then they bury him and they yeah. plant a tree on top of him. Uh-huh, okay. Uh-huh. So and and now we're in. It's called Briarville. Briarville. Seems like a in ter- Missouri. A terrible town. Is it Missouri? It's Missouri. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Seems like a terrible place to live. Nightmare on Troll Street. If I was a kid there in the early 90s. You'd want to get out I'd fast. I'd want to get out. I would be the same age as these kids roughly. Yeah. Because like in 92, I was like uh, eight yeah. years old. What's your relationship with uh, the Murdoch bullies when you were a kid? Okay, <laughs> anyway. Had, I had some bullies when I lived so, in Seattle. Yeah. Yeah. And I like how it goes from... Um, and it has that that thing where the little girl's giving a report on what happened. And everybody's like, that report's stupid, and you're a moron, too. And you're like, what? I swear I've also seen that in a bunch of other kids' like That was a big movies, 90s, yeah. Where it's like uh, giving a report. Like, I swear, like, Casper, maybe that was yeah. a plot point. Or, like, or maybe Hocus Pocus is kind of totally. the same thing. Because mm-hmm. they need a way of showing... That the people in the modern day have still forgotten, have forgotten, but maybe the kids know, like they've done their exactly. research, like, oh, a bunch of witches were killed over here. Did you know? And that? the teacher's like, well, you're kind of an idiot, <laughs> but it was good research, young yeah, moron. Yeah. So I, my first notes I wrote watching this movie, I think this was before any sort of supernatural thing happened okay. in modern day. I just wrote actively rooting for, for the kids to get murdered <laughs> that I just wanted them to like literally die. Um, this is so weird that you, unfortunately they didn't, they didn't actually, they don't actually die. This is why it's a, a family friendly horror movie. Yeah. Is that they're just turned into wood, like, wooden. Figures. You're, you're jumping ahead. 
Oh, I'm sorry. We're not even halfway there yet. You're good. <laughs> I'm so okay. Let me just. So wait, do you not want to get? You don't want to get that detailed into the plot. I mean, we can. We can I want to go. go I want to go by every plot. character. <laughs> no, <laughs> the Murdoch twins. So he gets bullied. I'll just say this. Then you have Ernest showing up, and he's a garbage man. Yeah. Who gets locked in his own garbage truck? Like that's his comic relief. Yeah. Is him trying to get his dog to open up the garbage truck. And these kids have to run over and help him. Yeah, yeah. And the mayor and the sheriff, and this is what blew my mind. The mayor and the sheriff are like, you got to get Ernest over to the old, what is it? Where was the place? Oh, Hackmore. Mm. Lady Hackmore. You got to get him clean up the Hackmore place. She's in, she's code violating. Mm -hmm. And you're like, okay. And so the sheriff comes over and is like, Ernest, you got to get over there. You're going to get fired. Are they the only three employees in the city? It seemed like it because like, it was such a small. Are sheriffs awful. in charge of garbage men? Like, is that that can't that, be part it's like of it, you right? Said, that was the, the the whole government right there. <laughs> just, just the like three guys, three guys, yeah. Old doofy mayor, who's clearly the yeah the heel here, mm -hmm. the the good for nothing but good hearted sheriff. Yeah, and then uh, and then doofy old Ernest, who's who's who really is very proud of being a garbage man. Yeah, well, the the other part, the other thing I wrote down... Despite being very bad at it. ...is um, this movie, and I, and if I remember right, the other Ernest movies have this too. The, it's the, the like, like sub-genre of kids and Ernest rigging up a bunch of like Rube Goldberg technology <laughs> they for do. no reason. They love Rube Goldberg, and that so is true. it's like, uh, you know, I don't want to skip ahead, but it's like he tries to invent this machine, you know, this like thing that will like make his job easier of cleaning yeah. up the stuff. Then they have a treehouse that they build. Sorry to skip ahead, but the so treehouse is there. the next thing. Yeah. The bullies break down their treehouse, so they're like, "Ernest, bullies broke down our treehouse." Mm -hmm. And in the middle of one of his tirades, where he just becomes a million actors, yeah, he's like, he's like, "All right, well, let's go build a treehouse." So they yeah. take all of his junk. He lives in the junkyard. Mm -hmm. They take a truckload of junk. But is it? They live in Missouri, so there are trees literally everywhere. Yeah. Like, in the town, there are so many possible trees. <laughs> but they decide to go acres yeah. into the forest. To find a giant evil tree. And it is clearly evil. There's yeah. fog around it. Mm. It's And it would make a killer like treehouse. Like, I'll like give you that. pet cemetery, you know. It yeah. yeah, it's, I mean, it is clearly. But, but not only that, but that Ernest, who has no relation to any of these children, mm -hmm. is taking three, what are at best, 11-year-olds into the yeah, woods alone yeah, to yeah. build a treehouse is ridiculous. It's weird. Well, <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's like everyone in the town thinks Ernest is like an idiot, obviously. Right. He's so stupid. So it's like, why he's would He's a child. Why would they? Yeah. So maybe that's why they're okay with it is that right. like he's too dumb to do Like his malicious. children, his children, <laughs> the children. But that's not how life works at all. Like no. you never trust it with that. It, it was just so wild that everyone was just like, Ernest is a moron and the children love him. And uh, there you go. Yeah, so there's like three kids that are only kids who will like be nice to him. Yeah. Put up with him. Yeah. Uh, one of them very early on gets turned into a wood doll. Very early. And so he kind of got screwed. Like his right. agent probably sucks. It's so, like he's yeah. the first one. And you, I don't even know if you see him at the end, do you? I guess you do. Uh, barely for a second. I don't remember. But this yeah. is so Ernest then goes to Lady Hackmore. Eartha Kitt. Yeah, I don't know her. Is she famous? Yeah, she was the original Catwoman in the 60s Batman. Oh, okay. She also, have you ever seen, um, uh, what's that Disney movie? Um, 
Emperor's New Groove. Yeah. She's the, the Empress. Uzma. She's okay, she's interesting. Like the witch lady there. So she's she's got a great voice. Interesting. She's playing like a witch is, doctor here. Well, and, and like people, you know, this is a pretty over the top hammy performance movie, and she's like five levels above everyone. Totally. Like she is like swimming in the river of ham. She's, she is. She's you know, killing it though. Yeah. I mean, for I what guess. she's doing, yeah. Yeah, sure. But yeah, she's like way over the top. She's like, but Ernest, what are you doing, <laughs> children? You know, she's like got this weird, she, she has like a weird yeah, big on. Because she's like a voodoo, but she's also like a, like a, a Lutheran, like a Lutheran voodoo lady. I don't know what her deal is. Yeah, she's like, she's like an expert on the occult yeah. practices of the past. Because apparently also, like you said, she's what, 150 yeah. years old? Yeah, because she was there <laughs> when all the people were turned originally. Yeah. Back in, back in like the second great awakening. She was there for it. Anyway, so she, she's sitting there and he shows up and he's like, you're going to curse everyone, blah, blah, blah. And she tells him how to open up the curse. Mm-hmm. So he goes to scare the kids and he restates the curse. Yes. Awakening the troll. Mm-hmm. That everything gets scary, and Ernest, in a truck, does not drive the children home. No. He's like, the kids run, and Ernest runs in a separate direction in his own truck, yeah, like, which to me is the craziest part. Yeah, and, and the... And this entire time, Ernest has a small dog, uh-huh. who is essentially his only family. Yeah, that was actually the only moments of like like actual emotional like true emotion in the movie was him mourning his dog. Yeah. At the slash end. being reunited with it. Yeah. What's the dog's name? Like Wishbone. Tri- which not Wishbone. Hacksaw. Hacksaw. No. Or, uh, I wrote it down somewhere. Trigger. Uh, it is something. Doorstop. <laughs> yeah. It's something like that. Where is it? Where is it? But anyway. So the the troll himself, he you know, it's all practical effects, you know, yeah. like small people in these costumes. But the troll like is the best. He's, he has a giant head and he yeah, has two head. noses that are just spewing snot. Yeah, all of them, all like there's other trolls later and they all look different. Like they don't look like they've come from the same species. Rimshot. Or whatever. Oh, rimshot, yeah. <laughs> um, but the one commonality with all the trolls is they're always covered in like snot and goop and dripping. Yeah, they're just you know? goo. I think that was like in the ni- early 90s. Which is where Peter Jackson stole that from the orcs. It's like, what, he how stole do you make much earnest. scary? You just cover it in slime. Yeah. I want I want uh, Ernest Scared Stupid to influence, you know, Hellboy, Last Witch Hunter, it and probably did and Peter Jackson. If not for this movie, we wouldn't have any of that. None of it. Yeah. And what a you know what a dark world that would be. <laughs> but yeah, so the the troll he was scary. I was talking to a coworker about this who was like, "Oh, that movie was really scary to me." I think if you saw this movie, at the oh, age if you of, were like under ten, totally it would be very scary. Oh, totally. Just because of how they look, there's some genu- genuinely scary moments. And, and here's stuff. the thing about kids' movies, which is interesting now because my son is where is watching Curious George Halloween, mm-hmm. in which it is trying to be scary, and they do the scary sounds, mm-hmm. um, and the 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 person is no noggin, who is a scarecrow who kicks off people's hats as they walk by, oh. who you later learn is a squirrel who takes people's hats. Oh. But what they've done is they've done tons of studies in children's brains can't look at the moral Mm -hmm. for the middle of the story. Like they're all separate pieces. So like 
they don't see the resolution at the end and be like, oh, it was all a story or, oh, it was all fun or, oh, the guy gets killed or, mm. oh, this is this thing. You only see the scary part. Mm. Like this, I will always remember it. Mm-hmm. We watched it and then I had to walk home at night from my friend's house to my house and there were 300 sewer grates <laughs> and I'd never run or been as scared in my life. You? 11, uh, 12. Yeah. I, I honestly had never, <laughs> I just ran and ran and ran. Uh, that reminds me probably the experience I had that I was the most, the most affected me of like a scary movie when I was a kid. Do you remember uh, a movie called fire in the sky? No. It's a movie about an alien alien abduction, right? And it's this like somewhat famous case in like northern Arizona, okay? In like Snowflake, it's a town down there, and this guy, it's anyways, this logger who supposedly was abducted and like came back like three days later, had this crazy story about these aliens like yeah. experimenting on him, and the scenes of him in the ship are very like graphic, vis- visceral. Yeah, yeah, it's like he w- wakes up in some weird pod, like. Uh, like he's, um, it's like almost like a honeycomb thing, right? Where they're like storing right. him and he like, it's like this film over the top. He has to like break out of it and then he like floats up somewhere and they drag him through a hallway, the aliens, where there's all this like stuff from other people, like glasses and like a wallet, a watch. And yeah. you can, so you can tell like they just do this all the time. They like throw him on a table and like put weird stuff in his mouth and then like a needle comes down into his eye. Ugh. All kinds of just terrifying things. And I was already, for whatever reason, kind of afraid of aliens at that yeah. age. I think I was probably like, like nine or ten. Yeah. And I don't know who let me watch that movie or where yeah. I saw it, but it scared, just scared me like so much that like I remember my mom would be like, "Take out the garbage," and it was nighttime. And you're like, "No." And I would be so afraid. I mean, I would do it, but it's like you said, I would run, I would sprint as fast as I could. I yeah. felt like anytime I was outside at night. I was on the verge of just being snatched up by aliens. Yeah. And like for a year or two, it really freaked me out. Yeah. So I it's can, not okay. I can see that. But I mean, that movie, like even now I rewatched it a while ago. Those scenes are pretty freaky. I think oh, a lot okay. of people have those kinds of like Moments. that's a, a huge phobia for a lot of people of just being yeah. like taken. It's like a primal fear. I feel like of. Yeah, I could see that. Unknown, but, but I was also just say scary. They like stay with you for a long time. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, but Ernest Scared Stupid is not scary to us, <laughs> but it would be to a nine-year-old. But the troll is pretty over the top. Yeah, and like he has like just a generic like monster voice when he talks. Yeah, totally. The other thing that bugged me is like his mouth moves, but not. It's really just his lips. His mouth, his lips move, but never to the voice that comes yeah, out no, of it. Yeah, no, it's not like tracked. It's to the never. Voice yeah. Well. No, when he's like. Yeah. So like a voice like from that. very quickly, essentially the, the, what he wants to do is he, if he can collect five children mm-hmm. and put them in this tree, yeah. then what he can do is his children, his children yeah. will be born from like seeds that yeah. magically sprout. Uh-huh. And then he can take over all the children of the world is kind of his dream. Yeah. And that's what his goal is. So he's stealing kids. Now, this is over, he has he has like a 48-hour window to do this. And the first kid he gets is, yeah, that friend, right? Because Ernest leaves kid. him. Yeah. Glasses kid, so there's a girl, two boys. The not main character boy gets stolen. Uh-huh. This is what drives me batty from beginning. Is like, I understand that Ernest the moron is telling you about trolls. And yeah. you're like, trolls are stupid. You're mm-hmm. dumb too. Leave me alone. That kid is missing. <laughs> no one, like honestly, nobody, he's missing for straight up 
40 hours in the movie. Do you ever see his parents? Yeah, his parents go to the sheriff and are like, dude, my kid is missing. And the sheriff's like, calm down, calm down. We'll we'll get to the bottom of this. And it's like, you're not doing anything. Did Did I stutter? He's missing. He never came home. We slept. He never came home. Yeah. Which is crazy for parents of a 10-year-old to be like, well, John never came home. So I guess what we'll do now is is let him. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry so John someone. never came home. So I guess what we'll do now is just go to bed. Yeah, it's like, I'm sure he'll be fine. I don't know. Yeah, like that is the worst parenting I that can exist. Well, it, it, that's why I was saying, like, this town seems awful. Like, yeah. there's bullies. Also, just, like, kid bullies in movies. Sorry, I don't know why I keep going back to how much I hate kids in movies, <laughs> but especially kid bullies. It's just they're so, like, hey, booger lips. The other <laughs> thing about this movie has a lot of, like, kid insults in it, similar to Hook, yeah. where it's, like, I guess kids just think that this stuff is funny, where it's, like, in the end where they're fighting trolls and stuff, like instead of just being like, you know, die and they like hit him, the little bit, like he says, Hey, butt breath. Yeah. And know? then he punches him. Yeah. Punches him. That was very nineties. Also, Ernest says, sayonara snot wad. That was pretty good. <laughs> I will say some oh, of those man. were pretty good. Um, I loved that. Uh, the lady called Ernest the great redneck hope. Yeah, that was pretty fun. And he was like, he loved it. He's like, I'm the great redneck hope. Like yep. he thought it was like pretty inspired. Yeah, he was. Yeah. It's uh, good. I loved I thought some of the jokes were pretty good. The one liners. I actually really liked that part. D- well, okay. But uh You don't have to agree with me. You can dislike snot breath or snot wad. <laughs> but I thought for the movie that it was, I thought breath. it was pretty good. It's butt breath and snot wad. There was lots of them. Those are the only two I wrote down because So I essentially like then the rest of the movie is just Ernest trying to convince people that the troll exists. Mm-hmm. The kid also doing the same. Yeah. Parents not believing and just yelling at their kids who are getting abducted. Like the little girl yeah. gets stolen. The little girl and the parents mom are like, was the worst. Yeah, where she's she like, so mean. will you please just check under my bed where uh, the troll is? Yeah. And the mother's like, you're not two. I'm not checking like, under your bed. What are you, two years old, you little shit? You know, I <laughs> yeah. can't say that, but it was very like, it was very aggressive. Was very and the girl's like, all right, I guess I'll go to bed. Gone. Yeah, she checks under the bed. There's a teddy bear. This was a pretty good jump scare. Then she's there's just a teddy bear under there. Yeah. And she goes back up on the bed, looks over, and the troll's right there yeah. in her face. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty freaky. Yep. And then the troll takes her and turns her into a doll. See, I just wish, I know, again, I know it's a kid's movie, but it's so obviously reversible thing of like, we're turning you into wooden things. You know what I mean? So it's, yeah. it's like you said, it's you're trying to reassure the kids that like the people aren't really, but that's dying, the thing is adults trying to do it, but the kid's brain can't process it. Yeah, I guess. Oh, the other thing I was going to say is there must've also been some sort of troll, uh, craze in the eighties because right. there's also the actual troll horror movies. Which right. I don't know if you've seen the original troll, uh-huh. which I, I never have. I saw that when I was a young kid, like on cable at someone's house that's pretty freaky. I believe it. And it, and it's similar along the same lines as this. Like the troll has a ring that has a little needle in it. And he, he like goes into some, it all takes place in this like really crappy apartment building. Dynamite. And he keeps going around to the different rooms. Ju- Julia Louis-Dreyfus is in one of the rooms. Okay. He goes into this one room and like just stabs this guy with his ring. And the guy's like, oh, and then turns into like a pile of goop. Dynamite. And then turns into like a cocoon and then all these like vines and stuff come out of it. And like, it like forms into like a little forest for the troll to live. 
So he can like do stuff to people. It just was very kind of freaky. And then there's Troll mm. Two, which is like uh, that famous, famously bad movie. Right. That they've done like documentaries about. Yeah, so yeah, because it was I, so bad. I also wonder if. And it was filmed in Utah, right? Troll Two. Troll Two was, yeah. yeah but yeah. so I wonder if it was like earnest where they were like oh trolls are scary you know yeah. like seeing some of those because it's like to in my mind that's not the place you go to if you're like oh let's do a horror movie that's like you know what's a good horror villain we can use a troll a troll like i don't know yeah what that i mean trolls are like a scandinavian well folklore thing right? well they're so, pretty ubiquitous now when you have like the troll under the bridge or like yeah i i would say trolls are not just Scandinavian, like you wouldn't come out of it and be like, like you know what a troll is. Do I? Oh my hell! <laughs> so this is so my biggest issue again is just how horrible the sheriff is. Yeah, is that he is searching for zero of these missing children. Yeah, yeah, zero of them. He's just like, yeah, they're fine. Yeah, exactly. Whatever. And everyone's like yelling at him, and it's like something's going on. And Ernest is just like, I told you a troll. <laughs> and everyone's like, Well, you're an idiot. Yeah. And the kid's like, I told you a troll. And they're like, and There's a bunch of like fake outs. Like he thinks he gets the trolls yeah. in the back of the garbage truck, and then it turns out it's the bully kid. Yeah. That famous yeah. one. His fight with the troll on the moving truck, I think, is dynamite. <laughs> Because he's that, had a, that I will say, uh, my skepticism for this movie aside, like that one had some good moments in it. Yeah, where he, the troll, gets knocked out of the truck. Yeah, and then he has a rope and he's like slowing the truck down somehow. Like he's that strong that he can like hold the yeah. hold the truck. So also this is the other thing. The dog is super smart and yeah. like sentient being. I love it. And so the dog is driving and he's like, put it in reverse. And then Rim the dog shot, puts it in reverse. Puts it in reverse. And it just like, uh, they must just have like a dummy sitting there yeah. of the troll and it just runs this troll over. And it's a very good and funny, like a uh, practical effect shot of yeah. this troll just getting run over by a, by a truck. Yep. That's, that's good. But it does nothing to the troll. He's back on again. And no, I mean also the rules of the, how everything works. I guess they kind of try to explain it at the end, but I guess it's typical horror movie thing of like, it's only dead until like the movie says it is. Yeah. The logic doesn't apply to that. Yeah. Right. Anyway, because it's like, I kept thinking like, well, is the sheriff going to shoot it? Like what happens? Yeah. When you, when you unload six rounds into it. Yeah. And so how they, they get around that is that when, uh, fast forward to the end, when there's all these other trolls, they steal his gun Grab the bullets. One of the trolls yes, eats them. dynamite stuff. And then the other one's like slapping him on the back or something. Slapping and like him in the back and he shoots him. Yeah. At the sheriff. Which you have to admit, that's fun. <laughs> that's fun. Because you have to take it as like, this is all ridiculous. And that's a fun effect. Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess, again, they were trying to make the final confrontations more comedic than like scary. So. Right. So that that's an interesting big, incongruity like in that. Yeah. In that. You know, the troll is scary the whole movie mm-hmm. until he has 80 of his troll children who are all <laughs> bumbling morons yeah. who can be taken out so easily. I will say one of the great jokes, though, this is pretty good. He has to find out how to fight the trolls. Ernest mm-hmm. does. Mm-hmm. And he's reading a book um, and he finds something called M blank. Oh, yeah. M oh, M I blank K. Mm-hmm. And instead of it's a food stuff. And instead of going with milk. Miak. He gets Bulgarian miak, which is pretty funny. Like to get a Bulgarian, it's like this cream. It probably doesn't even exist, but yeah, he gets like fresh like, ripe Bulgarian miak. And throughout the whole movie, the troll is like afraid of milk, mm-hmm. which I guess when the troll was around, milk wasn't everywhere. I don't know. There's cows everywhere. 
Yeah, but it it wasn't like it is you know today in every convenience store because then you have is the that, great does scene. Does it have to be cow's milk? Yeah, that's a good Could question. Be like human milk. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> no, I'm just wondering. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I don't know Can about specify. But then you have the kids going to the grocery store, riding their bikes around. Oh yeah, great taking scene. the surf, the the super soakers. Uh-huh. You know the status symbol of the '90s. Oh yeah, your super soaker with your giant tank on top, mm-hmm. putting all the milk in. All the miak. All the me exactly. And then they go, and they're the heroes. Mm -hmm. They show up, and they're just squirting these trolls with milk. And again, it reminded me again of Animorphs, where it was like when the adults see that milk is the key, Mm -hmm. that they're not like, okay, well, now I'll have the gun. Thanks, kid. (laughs) Like, why am I letting my 12-year-old still do the shooting? Yeah, it's kind of like the big, like, kid fantasy of a lot of these things. Like, uh, is, we're like, saving the adults. Is, They're morons. Yeah, it's like we're we're here. We're the ones like being the heroes, and the adults are idiots. Like, kind of reminds me of like the Three Ninjas movies. You know, have you yeah. seen those? Where it's like, no, we ni- kids know karate, therefore they can just beat up any adults. Yeah, like exactly. That kind of logic. That's yep. kind mm-hmm. of what it reminded me of. Yeah. Booger lips, I wrote that down too. Yeah. Bumper sandwich. Um, yeah. just some good stuff. So so the last scene, so so the, the tree births these pods, right? Right. Because he gets the five children. All the adults have now seen the troll. Yes. They they go to the tree, like the whole town. It seems the whole like town, all the all, all the adults, yeah. People in the town <laughs> go to the tree from the Halloween party. Again, very similar to Hocus Pocus. Yeah. There's a big Halloween party like that the whole town is at. Yep. That the villain goes to. Yep. I wonder. I think this came out right before Hocus Pocus, the year before. Yeah, probably a lot so of thievery again, going we're on. We're talking about this is like a the, trend cor- the cornerstone yeah. of all modern horror. Apparently, yeah. uh-huh. so they all show up at this tree. They, they, uh, the 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 new trolls are birthed. They fall. The pods fall on the ground, and they come out of the ground. Like I said, these trolls don't look They just start anything, murdering adults. They don't look anything like the original troll. They don't they look have anything like designs. him. What what it was is it was it was someone who said, "Yeah, I'll make you 100 trolls, but I get to do whatever I want." Yeah, like some have big weird like cone heads, yep. like some have they all look very different, but you know, And uh, for, like, Ernest like, and the children comedically fight the trolls for about 20 minutes. It seems very long. <laughs> and they're running around, you know, sh- squirting them with milk, yep. uh, ice cream, anything dairy based, yep. I guess. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Ernest, th- all his characters come back. Yep. Which is great. Yep. You, know? you gotta have a you gotta have an old uh, barbarian fighting the a general, old, a the lady. Old lady is is she wearing like a neck brace? Yeah, I don't know why, why she's wearing a neck brace. Was she hurt? I don't get her character. Is it just because he likes to put his? Maybe he was like from funny. a commercial of like a lady who got hit in a car accident. Yeah, maybe it came. And it was so iconic that he just kept. You know. Yeah, along. so there's like a, a like a British military guy. Yep, mm-hmm. There's like a, an American like World War Two guy. Yep, mm-hmm. There's the old lady. There's uh, who else in that one? There's a cowboy. Know. Oh, the cowboy. Uh huh. Yep. Um, and then there's the barbarian. Who's oh, yeah. like the Ottoman, which is not an Ottoman at all. It's just your generic Mongol. Yeah, did that bug you? Uh, no, like because not I think even trying with their history. I think uh, before they invaded Turkey, uh, the Turks probably looked similar-ish. Okay. Before they established themselves as as Ottomans. You know, um, I was I was thinking about you because I was listening to a history podcast. Ooh, okay. About Cyrus the Great. Yeah. 
um, and all that kind of stuff. I love Cyrus the Great. great. It's called, there's this mini series called King of Kings. Oh, nice. Do they talk about all the people who want to claim King of Kings? Uh, well, I'm not all the way through it. Like it started from before that with like all the old empires, like the Assyrians getting destroyed and then, uh, the Babylonians, Babylonians getting destroyed. Did you talk about the Medes? The Medes, yep. Uh-huh. It goes through all that and then till Cyrus and then his son. Cambyses, uh, who's yeah. a real doofus. But yeah, all that stuff is very uh, crazy. I like yeah. I like it. Good. Um, it's not as... Now that you're old, you like history. Old people like history. Old people do like history. It's not as interesting as some of the more recent history where you can get like really into the details. Because totally. Because a lot of this stuff, it's like, well, there was an old scroll, and then they're just trying to like extrapolate a bunch of information right. based on like very limited information right. and like archaeology. But it's still really interesting to me this is just a podcast two dudes we're seeing where the conversation goes <laughs> maybe you're gonna scare stupid maybe history <laughs> who knows who knows where the conversation gonna go listen we listen have, <laughs> we have diverse tastes all right over. here's what i want to talk about today <laughs> what do you think about this whole nba in china thing oh boy don't get me started bro i've <laughs> heard of tiananmen square yeah anyway. come on lebron how about support free speech once Man, lebron I- I don't want to talk about this, but like I do love, I how love that you want LeBron to talk about it. Has just been exposed for, you know, the self rational businessman that he is. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Why would why did anyone think that he would be like some paragon of like Because he tried to whatever. present himself as one. I know, but everyone is a hypocrite. Everyone. So why would you think otherwise? I don't know if they think otherwise, they're just ready to call you on it the moment it happens. You know, I think he I agree, though. It sucks. Like, he sucks. Yeah. This sucks. I will say this. He didn't need to. It's the fact that he took a stand, and then he's not going to take all of them. Last year, he wanted to be the the moral leader. He was like, this is a good way I can take it. Well, I just think it's funny. He went out of the way to call whatever his name is, Daryl Morey, like, uninformed. Yeah. And it's like, okay, so... yeah. Anyway, that, yeah. yeah, that was that was ridiculous to me. That was ridiculous, especially since I don't know. Is it pompous to kind of go back and be like, because he graduated high school at the same time we did, mm-hmm. and then we went to college, <laughs> and he clearly has more life experience than I do. Yeah, by by leaps and bounds. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if he's understanding the uh, complex socio-political areas of well it's uh, just like he needs to east asia he's releasing space not jam. to say that i am he's doing a space jam reboot and he needs it to play in china and so he can't piss them off i think it all so comes from nike way out of his this way. is really happy it's we are talking nike. about it i love it no I, it's not nike i don't think i it's, thought it was nike that's what i heard it's 100 percent space jam really yeah Here's my fascinating thing. Because he's like, the executive producer of that he gets probably a cut of the gross and here's he here's what money. i'll say though of in his move, and he's clearly super scrutinized, and I don't know how educated he is. Maybe he is, maybe he isn't. Whatever. That's mm-hmm. not the point. The point is he made the mistake of two years ago taking the easy target at Trump mm-hmm. and being like, don't tell me to shut up and dribble. I have opinions. Yeah. You're doing things wrong. I'm going to attack it. I'm going to tell you what's right. And the moment you do that, in mm-hmm. my mind, then you set yourself up to, and whether it's reasonable or not, the moment you don't condemn everything if you condemn one thing business-wise mm-hmm. and you don't condemn it all, then you're kind of saying, well, I'm okay with these things. Yeah, and that's an impossible situation. Though, it totally is. Can't be In like, the modern world. Yeah, it's kind of like the whole thing of like there's no ethical consumption under 
capitalism. There right? is none. Where you're like, well, like ten percent of cotton. Choose only the good companies. Like you just can't do that because they don't exist. Yeah. No, you're right. He opened himself up for that, but like at the same time, I think. Oh, it, it doesn't matter. But it that's the matter. point. I yeah. mean, but that I mean, now that we're on it, would that is that an argument you can make? Because like, here's the thing. Okay, let's say your cloth, your clothing. <laughs> Remember, <laughs> so your clothing is uh, is from China. Mm-hmm. Okay, so clearly, or Bangladesh. Yeah, made by child labor. Let's say it's made from cotton. Ten percent of all cotton is probably coming from slavery mm-hmm. worldwide today. And we don't know which 10%, 5%, whatever, but a percentage. Can you, can you reasonably say, well, I'm never going to wear cotton or never wear manufactured goods again? Yeah, no, you can't like, you, you couldn't live to, your like, life, live in a self-sustaining commune. Yeah. That's so like you're like, either I, either I get rid of all of it or, or, but then on the other hand, if you knew that the burger street down the shop was like full of like straight up Nazis who were doing human sacrifice and you knew it. Well, you'd, you'd probably call the police, but let's say whatever, you know what I mean? Like, and then you're like, well, they make a great burger, so I can't uh, stop. Yeah. No, obviously there has to be some, but where is the line? Yeah. So I, I don't know. That's a good question. So for me, I don't know if LeBron gets, I don't know. It's just the world he, he set himself up. It's like, yeah, he didn't need to be it. He could have continued to kind of just push his agenda. Mm-hmm. It was the fact that he wanted to stand up and say, I really, I'm making a difference now. Look I, at me. Well, and I also think that he could have just been, had a more diplomatic answer than he came across as like hardline, like Chinese. He did. Communist party propaganda move. He totally of did. Like, well, they don't know the history and like, it's a unique situation. And, uh, you know, it's one China and blah, 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 whatever all that, this state yeah. propaganda is. It just came off so like tone deaf. Yeah. He could have just handled it in a different way. Just be Fair. like, you know, it's a complex issue and I'm, I'm not from there, but you know, I always should, you know, stand up for free speech. You know, we're not always exempt from the, the consequences, but you know, we should always be able to speak our minds. He could just say something like that. I don't think right. that would piss anyone off. No. Yeah. Everyone would be like, kind of roll their eyes, but it wouldn't be as inflammatory. But that's a, like what he but said. that's such an interesting thing of like, the now uh, being practiced at saying political answers, mm-hmm. saying, saying something with saying nothing. Yeah. Like giving a generic thing that no one can really pin anything on. Mm-hmm. Right. And that would just take so much practice. Cause when people, atta- when people say stuff, you want to give your opinion and want to say like, no, this is like, mm-hmm. you know, there's a complex issue here. I'm a, I'm a person like I'm a rational, yeah. you know, like I, I know what's going on. Like right. I, I'm there in China. Like I'm part of it. I go in China and I play games. I do this. I'm that Mm -hmm. like, I'm a person who can think and maybe back off. And so that was his, that's his reaction. And he's cornered in a press conference after a practice, Uh you know, I'm not defending it. He does come off as a, basically a propaganda piece. Yeah. Well, and you have to just look at some of his stated goals. He says he wants to be the first billionaire athlete. Right. Right. So he's about like just making more and more and more money. Right. So it's like, that's his goal. Like he does good stuff. He has charities, whatever, like they do, but that's his driving force. And so, you know, everything he does is calculated. And he's doing on a great, he's on a great trajectory. Yeah. It's like, if he pisses some people off here, you know, a lot of kids will still want to go see space jam. They'll drag their parents to it, right. but then he can get it, still get it to open in China and have, you know, a billion people there see it. Right. So I don't know. 
Yeah, it doesn't matter. I've, I'm sorry that we talked about this. <laughs> I'm actually <laughs> super interesting that we got there because you were like, <laughs> it, I started as a joke, but we can't help ourselves. Just you two know, dudes talking about what's going on. We just have good opinions. <laughs> Listen, people care what we think. <laughs> Oh man, I know. It's funny because I'll like literally sometimes the only, well, not sometimes, usually the only person who I talk to about this kind of stuff is my wife. Right. And I think at a certain point, she's just like, uh huh, uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. And she that just is like part of it, disengages. Like... She's like, sure, I, I think that sounds great. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I'm like, well, you know, <laughs> you know, and I'm just like, uh, anyway, so it is kind of nice to talk to someone about it. Totally. But, yeah. Because, like, I tend to not be at work. I don't tend to bring up a lot of this. When I do... I do bring it up at I, work. I become the person, like, they say... Uh, like, this is an example. The other day at work, we had a bunch of... We had, like, a... Uh, it's a long story, but we had, like, a, a lunch meeting, and someone made slides about each person. Okay. And this is, like, someone I haven't worked with for a while, like, for a couple of years, because we changed departments. But he was just, like, trying to put stuff about each person that he knew... So he'd just be like, oh, this person has a dog and loves the dog and, you know, is a mom, great mom, you know, whatever, like yeah. little stats about each person. On mine, he put, like, sneakers, uh, doesn't like cake, that's become a thing, yeah, uh -huh. and then, like, has opinions. <laughs> that was, like, one of the lines. I was like, oh, I mean, true. And then I realized, like, sometimes when I get talking about this stuff, I start going off and yeah. like you know not like yeah. in a mad way but i just start talking and people are like hey, you sure got opinions over here yeah. why don't you start a podcast it's always fascinating that that when people don't have opinions when you come across yeah. people who are like don't, i mean you got to think something my big thing is like maybe some people they just don't feel informed enough to have i care about my opinions yeah and i think i'm right on everything <laughs> but i understand that i'm not yeah. like i understand that like what i say is 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 really just riffing and that might change in 10 minutes. Like I know. I, I feel like your opinions are like the sum total of just what you're consuming and filtered through right. your own sort of like morality. You know what I mean? Totally. Like that That's thing like, on LeBron. I hear all this stuff. I've thought I about that a couple of times. Yeah. Like I remember the LeBron opinion was formed already for me mm -hmm. when people boycotted Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Because I was like, well, that's an interesting stance to take because – there are clearly injustices everywhere. Mm -hmm. And so you're depriving yourself of delicious chicken sandwiches <laughs> um, w when there are things that, and, and, and uh, you know, is this issue bigger than sweatshops in Sri Lanka? Yeah. Or do you just say, I am, a, I am part of capitalism. I want cheap goods. Mm -hmm. The life I live, almost everything I consume, probably somewhere is being mm -hmm. coerced or oppressed, um, you know. And there's really no way to get around it. Yeah. I feel like that a lot. Like I, like I feel bad about stuff, but then it's just like such an overwhelming but thing. But what could like, you do? What do I do? Yeah. Right. Cause like I've tried to stop eating uh, beef. Right. Too hard. I, yeah. I couldn't do it. I could yeah. not do it. Yeah. And then you get into the thing of like, well, the one person, mm -hmm. but then if we all think that way, then we're all consuming you know so like Americans. Do you know what's so funny is, you know, there's been this big push to consume less beef, right? Because cows okay. have this. The like, methane. Yeah. The methane. Mm -hmm. and, and they just take way more land and water and stuff. Yeah. Now there's a beef council who's done this big push recently. Have you seen news stories just, just in the last month right. about how actually that's wrong? I heard and a lady. They've done studies that actually eating beef is really good and not as bad as you think, and you should actually eat lots of beef. Here's what I and heard. it's like, oh, where did these?
these studies come from? Who paid for these studies? Yeah. I wonder. The head of the Beef Council. Yeah. She was she was <laughs> on the. Uh, I listened to a podcast about the Impossible Burger. Uh huh. And which is an amazing and they're idea. Like, Interesting Impossible Burger. Burger. Yeah, it still uses plants. Guess what eats plants? Cows. You know yeah. what I mean? Like they try to like make it into like this. Because uh, what they basically said was, is he was like, well, a lot of the beef in America, at least, is in places that. Uh, you wouldn't have high-intensity agriculture. So land that otherwise wouldn't be used, which I know in Utah is very true. Yeah. Like you have, you know, just cattle in the West Desert just mm-hmm. roaming around. I don't know about that worldwide, and I can't back her up, but I know she was like a lobbyist for beef. Yeah. Well, here's the other thing. Have you ever seen a baby cow? Y- yeah. They are cute as hell. Okay. Do you want to feel great about that? Like about like killing, like maybe I want to stop Now you're getting into beef. a whole different no, thing. No, I'm saying people have different reasons for not wanting to eat They do. Beef. Maybe it's not all about environmental impact. Maybe it's the fact that I don't feel great about like murdering these, these cute animals so yeah. I can eat them. Here's my question though. Have you tried the impossible burger? Uh, no. Dynamite. But try I want to try it. At the, did you get the Whopper? Yeah. Yeah. I just don't have a Burger King super near me. I just want to. I will say this. I I listened to the podcast, went out and got the Whopper. Mm-hmm. I could tell very little difference. Yeah, um, I've heard it's and great. And I really liked it. Yeah. So. I, I You know, I think that's great. I'm looking forward to the day where they're as... The problem is they're more expensive right now than beef. Right. Because supply is low. Right. But the day that it becomes the same price or cheaper, I would, I would have no reason not to order that every time. Right. Um, so yeah, technology is great. And that guy did talk about, it's fascinating. He goes, you know, we couldn't compete on morality. Like we can't tell people Mm -hmm. if we were just like, eat this veggie burger that sucks because it's the right thing to do. Yeah. People would spit it back in our face. And he was Mm -hmm. like, we had to beat them on price, nutrition and, uh, taste. Mm -hmm. That's what people care about. Yeah. And so that's what he set out to do. And I uh, have had, so their, the rival to impossible is the, um, oh, what is it called? Uh, uh, sorry, it left my mind. But at Del Taco, you can get tacos mm. with the fake meat. And it's like the, the rival. It's called well, what if you meals. want chicken? Can you make chicken-flavored stuff? I think you can, but just the texture is a little harder to replicate. Like chicken, Unless it's like a nugget. But but for for taco meat, um, it well, tastes Well, at Del about, Taco, I only get the chicken soft tacos. Oh, okay, I gotcha. But they're pretty good. Like, I honestly, if you gave it to me, I would be like, eh, this is slightly different, but it's still really but good. But I'm still happy. Yeah. Whereas if you would have given again, the, veggie, veggie burgers from the 90s to me, mm-hmm. I'd have been, why are but, you doing but this? But they're more expensive, the right. tacos. Right. And I go, without shame, I say I go to Del Taco probably once a week for lunch. Right. And I get the cheap things. And what do you get? I just get the value tacos, two of them, the small ones, okay. like 60 cents. And right. I get something called the queso chicken roller. Okay. It's like a tiny burrito with chicken and like this really good queso sauce in it. Dynamite. It's delicious. Yeah. Three items and then a large Coke Zero. It's about $5, less than 500 calories. It's pretty good. Right on. <laughs> what were we talking about? Uh, Ernest Scared Stupid. Oh, Ernest Scared Stupid. I'm sorry. I forgot. Okay. Again, the purpose of the podcast is for me and Chase to catch up. <laughs> For us to prove about, prove our opinions, yeah. how good they are, and how yeah. smart we are. Yeah. We've already talked about that before, right? Right. How smart we yeah. are. No, we talked about how <laughs> I was super smart, um, and that offended you, because I, like, <laughs> I like belittled you a little bit or something. I made a joke, and you were like, and I was like, I pushed it. 
This, uh, that's how I remember it. Okay. Well, so Ernest scared stupid. We were at the end there, right? There's this big scene. Yeah, the end. They kill the troll. That's the end of the story. They throw the milk on him. But then Lady O. How do they kill the troll, though? That's the thing. Oh, remember? The best. (laughs) Dude, you gotta admit that that's great. So before they kill the troll, before they kill the troll, Uh uh, old lady Hackmore takes the dolls of the original children who Mm -hmm. are wooden dolls, Mm -hmm. puts them back into the tree. She like sneaks in there, puts them into the tree, and is like, "All right, curse is broken tonight." And she like knows it's gonna get broken, mm-hmm. and you're like, "Okay, it's weird, because you've been calling this uh, hero an idiot all night long." Yeah, so yeah, don't get cocky. So milk doesn't work on the head troll. No, he's too powerful. Too powerful because for once milk. all his they kill all the other trolls, which is weird because he's scared of milk for the whole movie. Yeah. So why then? I think it's it? because then all the trolls that died. Give go, him give power. Give him power. Like, go into him, and he grows all these weird wiggling horns and he stuff. He does, and, like, uh, tentacles. Becomes more yeah. powerful. And then, so he's like, that doesn't work on me anymore. Yeah, or exactly. Or something, they throw the milk on him. So, and then, and then of course, Ernest is, like, the heart of a child. <laughs> love. I have to disagree true with them. love. No, it's not true love. It's, uh, it's... Pure love? Not pure love. It, my brain is blank. It's too late. This is a too Unrequited late Unrequited love? Uh... Un- Star-crossed love. Uh, unconditional love. Unconditional love. I don't think... I guess you would know more where you have children. I do. Do children have unconditional love? Um, I see there's some conditions. Kids get pretty pissed off when you don't give them what they want, and they don't love you. They still love you. <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, they still love you. Unconditional love? That's, that's what it is? I would That's how you describe it- the love of, ch- love of a child? Yeah, I would. Oh well, maybe I just don't have the uh, life perspective to. to it's pretty wild. Understand it. Yeah. So that—that's what she says. She says the love of a child is unconditional love because she sees earlier. Yeah. These this mom's like screaming at her kid. Just angry as hell. She's like, I don't want to wear this costume, and then the mom's like, Get in there! Like, yeah. yeah. And then a second later, the kid turns around and is like. I'm sorry, Mom. I love you. And it's the love of a child is yeah. unconditional. And so, yeah, Eartha Kitt's like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. And then Ernest goes to this snot monster. Uh-huh. And he's and like, he's like, like I'm going to kill you. He gets mad. He's like getting all The monster is, battle. yeah. Yeah. And then they say, they tell him what? That he has to just love him? I can't no, remember. Ernest does it in his heart. Ernest knows. The townspeople are like, kill him, Ernest. Oh, yeah. It's like a mob. They're all like, yeah. kill him. Yeah. It's like. And Ernest gives him a giant kiss right in between his two noses. Oh, yeah. And he evaporates. But why? That doesn't make any... But Because love killed him. Uh, It was pretty obvious. Okay, I guess. Sure. So, yeah, that's. I think that's unsatisfying to me. How are you not going to know that love kills trolls and tell (laughs) LeBron James how to live his life? I'm not telling LeBron James how to do anything. He knows what he's doing. Uh, yeah, so... Wait, you think it was calculated? What? The LeBron James thing. Yes, I told you. So I, that, I'm so sorry, that I didn't... He, so that his movie will do well in China. Interesting. Well, then why not... Oh, that's why he has to do... That's why he has to say the state-sponsored China yes, stuff uh-huh. to keep in favor with them. Yeah, because the, the Communist Party chooses, like, the 10 movies a year that are allowed to play in China. I see. And if not, he'll say, nope, sorry, no Space Jam playing here. And right. he won't make all the money. Because he's huge in China. 
He's big in China. Bas- NBA is huge in general. NBA is huge in China. And yeah. since he, NBA is big, he's big, right? Right. So, and he's the star and producer of this movie, and you know, he shot it over the summer. I think. I think it comes out like next year. Interesting. So that's what I think. I don't know. These are my opinions, though, and they're good ones. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Uh, well, so, okay, so we got to get to the final verdict. I love that our one listener has listened this long. No, they haven't. They've turned it off <laughs> a long time ago. They're like right around the, uh, the, the, uh, the fake meat discussion. I think they finally turned it off. I think this is what they came for is to be like, what do these guys think about fake meat? <laughs> I love it. I love fake meat. Give it, give it, give me all the fake meat. I'll eat it. I'm with you though. I mean, Apart, I don't know, the environmental consequences aside, let's pretend like it wasn't a huge thing and just like the earth we have and they just take up a lot of space. Yeah. You know, them as people, like the movement towards a plant-based meat that would be just as good and just as nutritious. Yeah. I mean, like factory farming is just horrific anyways. You know what I mean? Like even if you make farming better and go back to like small sustainable farms, you're still like creating these animals and like slaughtering them and right you know i'm not like against that i just don't yeah you're still eating meat i would rather just if i could eat delicious plants that taste just like all the food that i already eat totally. why would i not do that i'm with you 100 <laughs> percent. like i'm not gonna not eat meat i'll still eat it yeah but if you gave me the alternative that was priced lower and same everything yeah no brainer why not anyway yeah so final verdict on Ernest wait time Spencer. out are we gonna or final verdict okay give yeah. me a final verdict so I came in with a lower opinion than you totally did. Well, you don't judge. Don't judge where my opinion is. You don't know what it's going to be yet. Don't get all. No, no. But I always, I always wonder like how to judge this. Like, is it the, the, the real thing is it was worth revisiting and I'd say, no, would you watch it again next year? I have to be in the right context. It'd have to be in like, it was I with like my family with like my like nephews around. And yes. It's like, and it's like, it's on Netflix and it's like, we're looking for a Halloween movie Yeah, and it was there. I think I might turn it on. But here's the thing. I wouldn't do that with like hook. Like if you brought hook in, even with my kids, I'd be like, we're not going to do this. Yeah, that's true. Cause hook doesn't have a season attached to it. That, right. Like, you know, like it's Halloween. You want to like, be that's maybe, and maybe that's the beauty of Ernest is like, like I said before, Hocus Pocus has really become the default mm-hmm. kind of let's have fun on Halloween movie. Yeah. It's not amazing. Yeah. It's but not. it's not scary. Also, it's really just fun. Like yeah. there's nothing scary about Hocus Pocus. Yeah. Whereas this could be scary. Mm-hmm. Like an eight-year-old could watch Hocus Pocus and maybe get scared by the zombie. Mm-hmm. But the moment he talks, you're like over it. Yeah. The Whereas great, this. The great Doug Jones, by yeah. the way. I love that Doug Jones. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? No. He's the guy who's the tall guy in makeup and everything. Oh, yeah. So it's like he's in Pan's Labyrinth. He's in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I know him. Yeah, now Star I know. Trek. The new Star Trek. He's yeah. in uh, Shape of Water. He's in Hellboy. Okay, now you're mentioning things I don't know, but that's fine. Anyway, go on. But I'm just saying, maybe, maybe, maybe I take it back. Hocus Pocus for that purpose should should be the preeminent. You know, we're having a good time on Halloween movie. What I will just say this: what I like about Ernest, I liked the I liked Jim Varney's performance. Okay. I like uh, just how charismatic he is, and like I like some of the gags. 
Um, it was just so very Hocus Pocus Dumb. is nineties, oh. but in a way that feels still feels a little more contemporary. Right. Where this movie felt like an eighties movie. Like totally. this movie could have also been made in eighty five and it would be exactly the same. Yeah. Even though this was made in the early nineties. I get what you're saying. So maybe that feeling to me was just I was like, ugh, kinda rolling my eyes. Here's what I'll say. I like it, and I like movies that are like this anyway, where it's like, this movie's dumb. We know it's dumb. Mm-hmm. We're going to have fun. Yeah. Do you want to come have fun with a dumb movie with us? And everybody's like, yeah. Like, it's not so dumb that it's not worth it, but it's dumb enough that no one's taking it seriously. Yeah. I like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I like a movie like that, and so I like Ernest Scared Stupid for that purpose. So I'd watch it again, and yeah. I'd recommend it to you as an adult. Like, it's worth your time. Okay. All right. That's what I'd say. Okay. If if you're looking for that, if you're like, this is dumb, but we're going to have fun. Yeah. No, I agree. I think in the right circumstance on Halloween to put on in the background <laughs> while you're waiting for trick-or-treaters, it could be worth your time. If you don't look at it and say, and don't know who Ernest is, you're going to have a problem. Yeah, I like. I think my wife has never seen any Ernest anything. She's too I young. Think she would be. Yeah, I think she would be just mystified. Like, what the hell is happening with this guy? <laughs> Why is he doing these voices? Yeah. Like, yeah. I think she might like it, but like, yeah. who knows? You know, if you don't have that like understanding of like his whole thing, like it's burned into your brain. Like it's this weird thing of like his catchphrase. You know, like yeah. hey Vern, you know, <laughs> know what I mean? Like that whole thing. That was bad. That doesn't sound like him. That was pretty good though. Those were his catchphrases. Yeah, hey Vern, and yeah. uh, and no, you know what I mean. Yeah, he only says it like once. Yeah, well, I mean, I was waiting for it in the movie. He said it like maybe one time. Yeah, maybe twice. I don't know. I it's just wild that like you just know who he is, and he is talking about Vern regularly in the movie. Does he say Vern? Oh in the yeah. Movie? When yeah, he he's always that? like Vern. You gotta help me out, Vern. When he's running from the troll. But, but that was like the and thing you're like in the ads who the hell's Vern? Vern was the cameraman, and that's who he's talking yeah. to. But he's doing that in the movie. He's like running from the troll and like, Vern, help me out, Vern. I didn't even notice yeah. that. Weird. Yeah, it's good stuff. Well, R.I.P. Jim Varney. Yeah. He died too young. Yeah, he seriously. Been in Toy Story 50, th- three man. and four. Which and 19, apparently, because they'll keep milking that cow. I don't know. I think they're done. You, think, you don't think they're done? You Did would you have thought Toy they were Story done at two. Did you see the fourth one? No. The ending of that. It's pretty I won't final. I it, but yeah, it makes me believe that it's done. I mean, for their case, I just, when they keep coming out with them, because that's what people said on three. Three was like the arc. Yeah, that's true. I, I will say four, I liked. I thought it was good. I don't, I didn't even see three. They, oh, really? Yeah. I, this is my controversial ranking. Okay. I think the Toy Stories get better as they go along. Interesting. That I is controversial. I would rank them. Now we're getting into the really although stuff. Although I don't think four is. Listen, as we're good. a couple of guys with some important opinions about Toy Story. I would rank them three, four, two, one. That's how okay. I rank them. All right. So, so I've only seen the worst two. There's four. No, none of and them And I've are seen bad. the worst two. No, none of them are bad. And actually, most people probably think the second one's the best. Well, this is the thing no NBA player is bad. But there's the worst NBA player, <laughs> right? The first one I think is just hard to watch because the animation is so. Could you imagine uh, Joe Ingles showing up to your pickup game, mm-hmm. and apart from his height, just the look of him, you'd be like, "I can guard this guy." Yeah, you would think that. No, I would never think that. He's Not because you know six, who six. Joe Ingles is, but if Joe Ingles was your size, if you were six six and you saw him lerp into uh, your okay. into your game, yeah. Like here's the point: if you saw 
if you saw Russell Westbrook come into your game, you'd be like, this guy's going to run the floor with me. Yeah. There's no way I'm, I'm handling this person. Yeah. But Joe Ingles, you'd look at him and be yeah, like, I got Joe. He looks like a math teacher. That's the whole joke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He looks like Toby from The Office. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. I like that. No, that's just what people say. I yeah, those are both good, yeah. though. I'd never heard them, and I love them. Yeah. All right, well. Do you we, have any uh, media we, you want to recommend? Oh, I forgot about that. I just, I've just i been running out of steam this whole this whole time. No, no, hold on. Please, gonna, please give, give it 100% for our listener. I'll give, I've never given a music recommendation. Oh, before. nice. Okay. I've been uh, into uh, a band called White Reaper. Okay. And they're just, what a, are they into? They're just a rock band. Okay. Uh, they they are kind of like a garage rock band. They came out with a new album recently. I don't remember what it's called. It's on, just look it up on Spotify. Uh, but it's very, um, pop. It, it kind of reminds me of like, um, would you she, believe I don't have Spotify? That's crazy. Okay, look it up on Apple Music. Nope. Not that either. Nope. How do you do you not uh, just you not YouTube big, them? You, are you a big music consumer? Not really, or not? I listen to it to and from work every day. Okay. Well, I don't know. Do you have a satellite radio? I wanted to tell you I'm not into Spotify to solidify kind of my my just technological un. You have an Apple Watch, though. But that is only because... Are you trying to claim you're not into technology? But that is only because I want to see how many steps I take each day accurately. Well, your phone would do that. Oh. Well, time to get rid of this guy. (laughs) Anyway, White Reaper, their new album, it's very, like, poppy rock, but, like, in a... It sounds a little bit throwback. Kind of sounds like Cheap Trick or something like that. But just that kind of music, like, when you want to just listen to, like, a fun rock band go for it i wish i knew actually i'm gonna look it up right now oh no excuse me i hit the mic there yeah uh just just to give a a true uh recommendation here it is called uh, you deserve love okay which is kind of a weird cheesy name for the album but that's what it's called that's my recommendation go for it uh, mine is, and this was a recommendation recommended to me, and then I watched it, and I was like, this is a really funny show. Mm-hmm. It's called Toast of London. Okay. It's on Netflix. Never heard of it. Um, it's a British show um, from a comedian who's famous in Britain, but not famous here. What's his name? Ish. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's a... He didn't, ch- he didn't make he's a, fat. a huge impression. Well, I think he's a really funny he's person. James Corden, is he? No. Because I hate that guy. Is he? He's famous here. Yeah, he's got a talk show. Yeah, not that he does guy. Does like the carpool karaoke. No, not that dude at all. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. I I think you'd like him. It's very TVMA. Mm. Um, but he he is a actor in London mm-hmm. who's a nitwit and who's really funny. And the whole thing's just is it funny. like a, a sitcom or like what kind of format are we talking about here? No. Not a sitcom, but I don't know the format. Single ca- single camera yeah. comedy. So yeah. not like a multi-cam sitcom, but it's like No, it's just definitely it's him. just following him. He's in but every scene. But it's scripted. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, that sounds good. Toast of London. That's Toast of London. Right, His name out. is uh Stephen Toast. That's the character. I'm oh, sure it's not the guy's name. Gotcha. The only time I remember him, there was a bit there was a there was a thing I saw on the internet at some point where he 
this same guy would go around and he would help women in London mm-hmm. and they'd be like, oh, you're taking these drinks. Can I help you back to your table? And he would pick up the drinks, the tray of drinks to mm-hmm. kind of be a gentleman. Mm-hmm. And they'd be like, oh, my boyfriend's just over here. And he would yell at him. He'd be like, boyfriend. And he'd throw him down. <laughs> or he'd be like, oh, that's too heavy for you. So he'd like take his aquarium. Mm-hmm. And the moment she's like, oh, I'm moving in with my boyfriend. He would just drop it <laughs> and walk away. Um, that was the only bit I'd ever seen him in before. <laughs> and in this, he just plays like an old <laughs> doofy actor who is really funny the whole time. Just just your normal, just self-obsessed, mm-hmm. oblivious to everything that's going on, you know. All right. But it's, it's, there's no straight men anywhere. Like, there's not a straight person. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, everybody's an idiot. Everybody's crazy. Everybody's mm-hmm. loopy. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're all consistent in what they are. All right. You know, no one is, it's not like they're crazy and the world's normal. Mm-hmm. Everything's crazy. Hmm. So... Is it like half-hour episodes? Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right, I'll put it on my list. Toast of London. Okay. All right. Well, this has gone for... Hour 20. Hour 20. That's not bad. Yeah. Yeah. Just just long enough for most people's commutes, right? (laughs) Oh, man, I hope not. (laughs) Uh, I hope not, for your sake. I know. No, not my... I don't... not, Not me. Yeah. Not me. For no one's sake. I know. Hour 20. That's no life. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Why am I thanking you? I don't uh, do that usually. Well, I'm happy. I guess I could say that. Thank you so much for coming to my house. <laughs> and thank you, listener, for yeah. putting up with this. And yeah. uh, we'll see you next time. All right. See you later. Bye. See ya.